Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. Craig and Jeff are here once again. We're past the Super Bowl now, so now it's really our, we are looking at 2017. So today, I think we're going to talk about some players that might have comeback seasons next year. What we think might happen with them. Maybe they'll be in new teams. Some of these players definitely will be on new teams. Some of them might not do anything again in the NFL, but we'll try to go through and say what we think about them. And, you know, hopefully, I don't think any of these guys are going to be top picks next year, but they could still win some leagues, I think. So it's good to maybe know now what's going to happen. Get these guys on your radar early and, you know, try to steal them possibly. Or avoid them completely. Right. So, so these are going to be the, the guys coming off injury or perhaps a, a more of a yeah, little baggage situation. Yeah, you could probably, if you probably know those guys, who those ones are right now. <laughs> Typically, they're a couple wide receivers. Yeah. They might be suspended again next year. Who knows? Could be. They have to get reinstated, a lot of them. So. That's true. I don't know. Josh Gordon, obviously, is one of them. We'll, yeah. We'll, he's we'll still, later, still suspended. He's Who knows? And usually, most all these lists, everybody's going to talk about. It's going to be Adrian Peterson, probably. He's going to be the top guy. So we'll talk about him. We'll talk about some others. So, in the meantime, you know, go visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com. Hit us up on Twitter. We're the FF Profit on there. You ask us, you know, I don't know what fantasy football questions you have right now, but hey, maybe you got something. Hey, ask us. I don't care. Ask me NBA questions. I don't know. NASCAR. I might pick your Daytona 500 winner. Maybe. Yeah. Don't ask me NASCAR you questions. You want to know who's going to win the title at WrestleMania? I might even know that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a WrestleMania podcast. All-encompassing hey, knowledge. We we have it all here at the Fantasy Football <laughs> Profit. You know, we can talk about all that. You know, so do those things. You know, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know, write us a review would be helpful as always. Again, we say helpful, but it's really only helpful if it's a five-star review. So hopefully people are enjoying it. Give us a good review. And in the meantime, we'll get into the episode right here. So Adrian Peterson it is. We'll talk about him. AP. What do you think's going to happen, Jeff? Like, really, what are your, what are your like, gut feeling with Adrian Peterson? Good. Where is he going to be and how good is he going to be? <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you really think here? Really gut feeling is he's going to be on the Vikings again. And... I, I just have a feeling this has got to be – I mean, what does he have, like one, two years left, really? Yeah. I, I have a feeling this is the end of his career. I, I think he could definitely be a very good running back still. Yep. Um, but I'm just wondering how much punishment the guy really, really wants to take before his career is over. I, you know, I, I think he would be good to have in, you know, football in general. But my my view on his fantasy stock is – it, it took a, a really giant hit last year. Yep. And I, I don't personally – I can't trust the guy, and he's going to go for a decent amount because he's obviously one of the mm-hmm. better backs ever to have played in the NFL. He's still a huge name. But I think I'm going to steer clear. And that's also saying that I think he's going to be in the Vikings. If if he got moved, I, I don't think he – I guess I, I really don't think he would be a premier back. Yeah, I, it's hard to say. I mean, I – I think he's gonna be on the Vikings too. I think that's what's gonna end up happening. But he's gonna have it's gonna have to be like a restructured contract. It looks like he's gonna make eleven. I think 
just over $11 million next year base salary with a $6 million roster bonus. So he's going to make $17 million. But that $6 million bonus apparently will take effect if he's on the team um, on the third day of the league year, they said, which is March 9th. So we'll know quickly if he's going to be with the Vikings. That's a month away, we'll basically yeah. know. They're not going to pay him that bonus if he's not going to be with the team. So in about a month, we'll have a pretty good idea if he's on the team or I not. Just, I don't see how they, especially if they really do believe they can win this upcoming year, which obviously yep. they, they must believe in it enough because, you know, even if they knew last year they weren't going to have Teddy, so they went out and got Bradford. Yep. So you spent a lot more money. Your defense is still very, very good. I think the only way you can honestly believe you can win is if you have AP um, to to get you there. So, I mean, if you want to – if you still want to give more carries to McKinnon and Asiata to help try to offset that, you know, punishment he's taking. But without him, I, I don't see them winning. And if you, so, I, I see them re-signing him as a as a need. Yeah, they're. He, I think they'll get some kind of deal done. But if they don't, there's this article from Adam Schefter that came out yesterday. <laughs> I, I don't believe this. <laughs> it says I'm just reading this from the art from Adam Schefter's article here on ESPN. It says. There's belief in league circles that the Dallas Cowboys could also be in play for Peterson. This is after he said Peterson last month named a couple teams he would consider joining. He said the Texans, the Bucks, the Giants. Those would be he, I could, he could be a starting running back for the Bucks or the Giants. Yeah. Those are both yeah right away situations with the Texans. I think he'd be split time with Lamar Miller. Yet. Yeah, he'd still I think he'd be ahead of Lamar Miller, but there's still a split. But Dallas. Can you like? And he wanted to go to Dallas a couple years. Well, he's from there. He's from Texas. You know, he. I mean, he would do very, very well. It would kill. Imagine? It would kill Elliott's elite status. He would drop a little bit, and it would. I also it would hurt Peterson's overall value. I mean, they'd be an amazing rushing attack. Yeah, amazing duo. But I guess I don't. I don't see this happening because I don't understand. I don't understand the thinking behind it for the Dallas Cowboys because be you're going to have. Yeah, you're going to have to pay him right, see, and you already have Ezekiel deal. Elliott in his prime. And that offensive line, which is amazing. And then, you know, his backup is already very good. So why would you throw AP in the mix? I guess yeah. I don't understand that. I can see the Bucks or Giants being better options if he was to leave Minnesota. I think either one of those is a pretty good option. Or maybe the Texans join join Tony Romo with the Texans and go Tony Romo and Peterson and DeAndre Hopkins. Let's go there. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a better idea than... Cowboys, I think they could they could use him. But I think when it comes down to it, I think he's going to be with the Vikings. I really do. They're going to get something done. He's not. They, they need him. I I do. I think they do need him. Plus, Obviously, McKinnon didn't get it done. Asiata's not gonna. Isn't that guy? Bradford, you can't throw the entire offense on on Bradford's arm yep. and that wide receiving core that really is. You know, it's not where it needs to be if you really want to be a contender. So I, I think they absolutely need him. So I think they'll pay him. Plus, you know, everyone in Minnesota still loves the guy. So. Sells tickets. Yeah, I completely think he's coming back. I, I don't see how he doesn't. And I think he's going to be a solid back. I really do. It's just I have a hard time believing I'm going to have him on any of my teams. The, the injury risk is pretty high on this one, too. So I, I think the, the risk-reward is is uh, out of whack for me. Oh, I agree. Well, another, what about another running back that has knee injury? Jamal Charles. I kind of am of the belief that Jamal Charles is just... I think he's done. I don't think he's, we're going to have a big comeback story for Jamal Charles next year. I just don't, I don't see either. it happening. He's a guy who's built his career at speed. He's a speed guy. And once your speed goes... And how is his speed not going to go with these injuries? He's 30, he's 30 years old now, too. 
I mean, it's already to the point where 30, if, if he hadn't even been hurt these couple, he's been two knee injuries now. They're not two, but just it basically lingered over, well, he had two years ago, had the second one, but this second one lingered over the course of over a year here. I mean, even if he wasn't, those injuries, 30-year-old running backs don't, they lose, instead of lose their speed, they're kind of done. Look at Chris Johnson. He lost his speed when it, Very early, quickly. and it, he just was never the same back. He's still he's still around, but he's not the same back. I think Charles. I think he's done. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I I don't see how he he could possibly come back to elite status. I I mean, I, and I feel for the guy too. I feel like he kind of got, you know, his career. I know it's not completely over, but I feel like hit that where he was going was going to be, you know, he was yeah. a top three back yeah. in the league, and he was doing tremendous, and he really had three years to go, you know what I mean, where you can just yep. be at that level. Yeah. And I feel like he got cut short. It's, it's kind of sad, especially for a Chiefs team who, who does really need him around because he was that huge, big play guy. So I feel bad for him, but I, he's, I do. I think you're right. I think his career he's, is he, pretty much over. I think you'll pretty. I think you'll be, with the, you'll be with the Chiefs next year, but the days of him – being that guy are done, yeah. and Spencer Ware is going to get majority of the work, no matter what. I think it's just how can you, he's missed a year and a half with knee, knee injuries. The this one injury, it's lingering. Obviously, I I really like Jamal Charles. I just can't see him being a factor anymore. No, I can't either. And I still think somebody's going to overpay a little bit too much for Jamal Charles if he comes into training camp and he's a healthy. He's healthy because yeah, he'll get a lot of headlines too. Yeah. And it's one of those dangerous things that you have to watch out for because those big names. I mean, AP will get plenty of them too. I mean, a, a lot of these guys we talk about because they're they still got a lot of football left in them, or everyone will say they do. Um, and they've done such terrific things in you know previous years. So I think he's going to be one of the bigger ones because. If he got back to a level that he used to be at, I mean, it's a no-brainer, right? And everyone is going to be wishing for that. Yeah. So that's what they're going to kind of report on, I'm sure. But with yeah, 30-year-old running backs, it just, I mean, yeah. I don't and, see it happening. Yeah, and I think you hit I think you hit it right on uh, the nail on the head when you're talking about the, the style of football he yeah. plays. He's not he's not that bruising running back that he's going to keep playing because of that style. He's, speed running backs, they, they go away a lot quicker. Yeah, and, I mean, the cuts these guys have to make – I mean, they're tr- they're tremendous athletes, and the force on these guys' knee. Not to mention, you know, you're taking punishment and getting hit by these, you know, 250 oh, pound, yeah. 300 pound linebackers or whatever the hell they weigh. Uh, it, it's just tremendous, and I just can't imagine that knee holding up for that much longer when it already has, you know, this this many issues. And he didn't, you know, he he didn't take as much punishment as other running backs did early in his career because he was he wasn't getting a full workload like yeah, some, but it's just still. So I, I just don't see his body taking it. No, and he's never been the biggest running back, and he was. Ne- he's not one of those guys. That's just not. And I don't think he lasts because of it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to stick with the running backs here. I'm going to bring up Eddie Lacy. He only played in five games this past year. <laughs> I don't know what to think about Eddie Lacy. Do you think he's going to be in Green Bay? I guess we'll start there. I really think Green Bay is going to. He's going to get brought back on a cheaper deal because. Maybe unless maybe there's some there might be a team out there that really likes him and will pay him the big money. Green Bay, I don't think is going to pay him big money. And he he's a free agent, correct? Yeah. And he's just I mean okay, actually this past season he he only played in those five games, but he actually did have a five point five five point one yards per carry in those five games. It's actually kind of surprised me when I saw that number. I didn't really think he was that strong had that strong of a season going. Maybe because he just wasn't getting as many carries, but 5.1 yards per carry is pretty solid. That would have been his career high if it you know, kept going throughout the year. 
But he's been a solid running back. He had 1,100 yards his first two seasons. You know, then 2015 he went down. He got hurt a little bit, and he only he didn't have even just over 700 yards. And then he got hurt this past year again. And there's always the talk: Is he out of shape? Is he, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of condition is he is he in? So I think he's going to stay with Green Bay, and I think he, I think he has the potential to have a good season. I really do. That Green obviously that's what Green Bay missed was Lacey last year, but I think they'd be smart to bring him back because I think he has more left in him. He's only 26, so he's going to be 27 years old. It just feels like he's been around longer. It feels like he's been hurt all the time, but you know, yeah. And uh, I'm kind of surprised. I wasn't expecting you to uh, take that opinion. But, yeah, I, I think that I, the Packers will retain him. I think, you know, they're going to get him back. And I, I'm i interested in him because <clears throat> I don't think we've seen what he can really do yet. Yep. Um, we already know that that passing offense is potent, so it should give you him, you know, a lot of opportunities to hit holes and get yards. And he's a big back. Um He's intriguing because I think yeah. I think what has happened in the past with his injuries, um, I, I don't I don't necessarily it doesn't deter me as much as it would for other players and uh, I, I think his his the amount you would have to pay for him is gone down tremendously so from where it was at so it actually makes me want to think that he he could be a potential steal because I don't think he's going to get a lot of notoriety even. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling they're going to bring him back, but maybe not. I really, honestly, that's just my gut feeling on that. I don't really have a good idea of what's going to happen with that. I, I just don't see... I, I don't see him going anywhere else only because, I mean, where would, I'm trying to think of a good landing spot for him. I don't think he's going to get a tremendous amount of money from anyone. I think Green Bay, I, I've already... I mean, I think I've read McCarthy wants to have him back on the team. Yep. And really, I, I think it's more of a, you're there, it's a trust factor. They would probably give him a short contract, and they'll have to, you know, kind of make it work. And if he does, then they'll probably pay him. So I, I think the, his best bet is staying with that team, and I think they probably both know it. So I I just don't see him going anywhere else. I would like to. I wanted to kind of bet he would go, but I'm trying to think of correct landing spots. Yep. I don't see any. No, I don't either. And I think that's the best spot for him to go. Running backs, they don't make much money in these contracts anymore. Unless you're top, top guy, yeah. you just get what you get. I and think you go there, he's going to probably have a little bit more, split the workload with Ty Montgomery a little bit maybe. Yeah. But he will be the he will be the feature, he, you know, the yep, primary back. Yep. I think if he goes anywhere else, he's going to be the bruiser. And, what you know, I, I would think that he wouldn't want that role. When you can get the same amount of money from Green Bay, probably. And actually, talking this out, I'm surprised I went with. I'm leaning towards liking Lacey for next year more. But I think a lot of the fantasy football has to do with value and where you can get guys and how much you mm-hmm. can get them for. And I, he's a guy that's people are going to overlook him. I believe. I really think they're going to overlook him, especially with the way Ty Montgomery played and those kind of situations, where you could get him for cheaper and maybe get a steal out of it. I really, I could see it happen. Yeah, and if he's healthy, he, I mean, he's a he's a big dude. I think you could kind of steal a, a touchdown vulture in this situation. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong; if he gets a bunch of hype, uh, you know, I'll steer clear. But I, I don't think he will. I, I think he's going to be. I think his price is going to be very, very low for I, I a starting so, running back. I think back. so too. I'm talking it out. I really think I. He doesn't. He's not like the sexy pick. They're all on one. No. Eddie Lacy on my team. And even if he comes back and they're like, oh, he looks. Everyone's heard this song and dance before yep. from him, so they're not gonna, you know. And he's not a. He's not gonna break. You know, he's not like a Jamal Charles. So as soon as they like, he's healthy. 
you, you're thinking of him breaking 75-yard runs. This is not him. You're thinking him breaking yeah. five-yard runs and forcing his way into the end zone, maybe. Like, <laughs> that, that's about as far as <laughs> Eddie Lacy is going. But um, it, with that team, and that yeah. way also they don't have to go out and invest in another running back yeah. or you know lean on a rookie if they bring one in. Yeah. One more running back I got on my list right now. Not really top guy that everyone's really too worried about. Danny Woodhead, though. Yeah, he's always, he just has a good mm-hmm. role. He's I I what do you think? Do you think he I think he could stay with the Chargers. I think it's a good move for him if he stayed there, but he could be intriguing to a lot of teams because he's a he's, he'll be a cheap running back. He's 32, which you don't even feel like he's 32. So, but 32-year-old running backs aren't going to get a contract out there. So, he's going to get a cheap he's he's one of those very cheap deals that could just be a good player for any team. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of teams that might like him. Yeah, I, I don't want to sound like I'm just saying everyone's staying put. I I don't see him moving. Only because, I mean, if he can get a contract done with San Diego, which he will. Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, but we already know that Melvin Gordon is going to be the, the bell cow there. So yep. maybe if Woodhead believes he has some football left in him, he wants to. But my guess is he's going to sign a contract to finish out his career there. They're going to use him sparingly, you know, in passing situations. And he's going to be able to kind of ride off into the sunset. I, th- I think they need him. Yeah. And what. I mean, what other team is going to pay for him? No one's going to pay he's for not, him. He's so not yeah. gonna, I don't think he'll want yeah. to uproot himself for a, a backup no, position exactly. anyway. And that's the only thing. The only way I can see him moving on is if the Chargers don't want him because I think the Chargers are going to offer yeah. him the same contract anybody else is going to offer him. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, maybe – I mean, I'm trying to think. Unless the Patriots, like, match and they want another guy that can catch the ball. Like, uh, someone that has a chance of winning the Super Bowl, right? Yep. And he probably believes that the Chargers are – or do have an opportunity? I'm just, he just seems yeah, like that just, kind of guy. But. Look, you know, looking through some of the you know news out there, and the it says that you know the San Diego Tribune did say that the Chargers are hoping to keep Woodhead next for next mm-hmm. season. So I think I think they're I think they want to get that done and keep him around. Yep. Well, I mean, why would you you have Gordon finally, and he learned the system. He's going to be the guy. And then, do you really want to bring in someone else behind him, teach him the offense, and kind of waste you know, like spend a lot of time doing that? I I highly doubt it. I, I once again, it, it makes more more sense just in football than you know. Oh yeah, I I think he's we're pretty much we think everyone's going to stick around. Yeah, well at least <laughs> at least those running backs <laughs> with Peterson though, I think he's going to stick around. But I kind of want to see Adrian Peterson somewhere else. I just I don't know why. In a weird way, I want to see it. Yeah, because uh, I think the Vikings are a boring team to me. I just, yeah, like, I, just, I think the Vikings need him the most. But I think I think it would probably. I mean, AP would have a legitimate chance if he decided to go to a team like Houston. Yeah. Um, but once again, I guess it, it depends on how much he wants to be the primary guy. Does he care if he, you know, truly does split fifty fifty? I don't know. It doesn't seem like he, you know, what he would want to do. No. Well, we're gonna move on to quarterbacks here in a second. But before that, I'm just gonna bring up something other news. Just nothing to do with comeback players. I just, I don't know. Little news article. Did you see Kirk Cousins shoving a volunteer ref at a charity football game? Uh, good. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. God, Kirk Cousins. But I assume what, what that is, I assume that volunteer ref was being a real dick. So Kirk Cousins it sh- just shoves a ref. The nicest man on, in on the a planet charity Earth. flag football game. I'm not even joking. This happened. I bet he got in his face. Like Kirk, this, don't take this, no nothing from nobody. Can you can you believe this happened? It's Team Flutie versus Team Cousins here. Team Kirk Flutie. Yeah, they had, a little, they had a little charity game, I guess, with Doug Flutie. And Cousins gets a little angry and, I guess, shoves a, a ref. I mean, is this the, how competitive that guy is? I mean, he's that guy that – he's the gym class all-star, isn't he? That's what he is. 
<laughs> Dude, I want, I want Kirk Cousins on my team now. That guy, that guy refuses to lose. No, seriously, he's that he's that guy in gym class in high school who just like went all out, isn't he? That's exactly what he is. Now, I can't get the video to load. I was going to show Jeff this to see. Yeah, I really, his, I really want to see it. his fellow Spartan. I know what, what he what he's don't, really don't about talk, here. Don't talk ill about my my state guys. I just I didn't know if you had seen this little I haven't. little this bit of news to me. Maybe we can play this video as we're on the air here. And Actually, I, I hope it's. If we had a better internet connection, maybe we could now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's. I think it's kind of. I mean, Kirk, he's a, he's a pretty. I bet you Tom Brady would do the same thing. I mean, I could see Tom Brady doing that. No, Tom, Tommy wouldn't do that. He would smile <laughs> at him. The, the ref would melt and hand him the deflated ball back to him. Oh, man. Good old Kirk Cousins. I mean. It's hard to believe we got this video going here. I'm doing a little play-by-play as we're going. It must be Cousins there in the red team throwing the ball. He's not happy about something. What is this? This is a charity event. Yeah, they yeah. have like highlights broken down. This Apparently. is the most bizarre thing. Yeah, we're getting to watch some. I missed it. Oh, he was because he's shoving a ref there. Not very happy. What's what? <laughs> oh, it's all jokes. Propaganda piece. No, he's just a he's just a bad dude. He's a <laughs> Don't bad listen dude. to him, people. Look right here. Here we go, Jeff. Look at that. Look at that. He's shoving the ref. Oh, please. Yeah, all right. I just had a little detour there. I just had to talk about it. This is going to cost him some millions of dollars on his Washington contract. He's yeah, going to try I mean, to get... We talked about him last week on that bad PR, Bad PR press. Oh, man. I just, I had, <laughs> I just yeah, I felt like bringing that one up. All right. Quarterbacks. There's only one on the list. Come yeah, for the only one that matters. Tony Romo. And this is, I mean, we talk about Romo a lot, but this truly is going to be the biggest move for me. Yep. Who do you think he's going to, and how how good do you think he's going to do? Man, to me, it really comes down to two teams. It's the Broncos or the Texans. And I feel, I, I, I want to see him on the Broncos. I really want to see him on the Broncos. I feel like that's a better fit. But I just wonder if, I don't think the Broncos want to move on from Paxton Lynch. I think they drafted him early. I want I, feel like they want to give him a shot that's just kind of the feeling i got and i think the texans do want to move on from brock Osweiler. Mm-hmm. and i feel like they think i mean both teams are ready i think broncos are ahead of the of houston with chance to win the super bowl but houston could be right there with you know with that defense they've had of jj watt coming back i think he's gonna end up going to i think it's gonna be the texans just the da- just the Texas factor, staying in Texas, too. dude. If that does happen, I'm gonna start really wondering if they're just this has turned into like the <laughs> WWE where they're right. just you know scripting this out because yep. if he goes there, it's gonna set up the interstate rivalry yeah. like no one's ever seen, especially after this past Super Bowl. But I mean, I told you where you come from. We we've talked about this before. I agree that those are the two base landing spots. But I I think for the same reasons you don't think so. I, I think he's gonna go to the Broncos. I think. I think they are committed to Lynch, but I think they also see the benefits of uh, kind of having him get another year or two on the bench yep. and, and really progress. Because um, you can see he's not quite ready. Do you really want to struggle, especially with all the other talent you have? I think you could bring Romo in for a two-year contract, make him happy. You still have Lynch in case he gets hurt, yep. um, but then he gets to develop. You get a chance to win right away. And for Houston... I'm sure they absolutely would love to have Romo, but it almost makes more sense if you're not going to go with Osweiler. Um, I mean, you have to have someone that you're that you're vetting anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, 
that's a whole different. I, I feel like they put themselves in a bind by really putting all their eggs in one basket. But um, that's why I think I think I think Broncos. I, I think that's a better fit. Honestly, I think that I do too. I think it's his best chance to win the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I do too. I mean, both actually, he he would have a decent shot with both teams. Yep. He would have weapons. Both defenses are extremely good. I, I like Broncos a tad bit better, yep. just like you. Um, but if he does, what kind of where do you think he would rank uh, among other quarterbacks? Top ten for sure. Top ten for sure. How oh, high are you willing to go? If he stays healthy, we'll just seven. put that caveat. Seven. Six. 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 <laughs> seven, six. Seven, I'm, six. I'm thinking six. Yep, six. Because I think he'd be behind Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, Ryan, Luck. About right there. Yeah. One of those guys might drop below him. Mm-hmm. Somebody else drop ahead, go up ahead of him. You know, that's, that's kind of where I'm seeing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's good. I think six is the perfect spot to put and him. And he's probably going to be on a lot of my teams next year. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, I have a feeling it's going to be really interesting if, if the, all these reports come out that his back is completely healthy and he's yep. looking good and he does get moved to one of those teams. Yeah. Then there, he's not oh, going to be as the, the story about him is going to be so amped up. Because can you imagine? It's going to be, yeah. They're like, now he has Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. and Or they're going to say he has DeAndre Hopkins yep. who, you know, is ready to bust out. So, yep. um, <laughs> And neither of those guys, I mean, both have, you know, running backs, but neither of them are – you know, dominant run games. Yeah. So you're going to be able to air that ball out. All right. That's it for quarterbacks. How yeah. about the tight ends? There's only one. It's Gronkowski. Oh, man. Do you have any worries about Gronkowski for next year? Uh, I got so many worries. Um, Feels like he's hurt a lot. It, well, he, he, doesn't miss a, he hasn't missed a lot of games over his career for really the most part. He did in 2013. He only played in seven games. This year he played in eight. He played in 16 his first two years. Well, 2012, he, he missed five games. Then he had, he only missed one game each of the last two years before this past year. So I feel like he, I feel like he's, but he's constantly hurt. Mm-hmm. I think he plays through a lot of injuries. But really, so he has had three of his seven seasons he's missed at least five games. So that's that's a lot for in seven seasons. But and he's hurt all the time. He just I don't know. Yeah. And I absolutely adore this guy. He's so much fun to watch, and he's such a dominant player. But. You know, we've said it a million times, and it goes double for him because his price is going to be so high that yep. I just don't. I I would I just don't see the value there. I think the risk is way too high for him, and I would much rather assume he's going to miss a handful of games and go and and get one of those lower tight ends and pay nothing for him and put the value somewhere else on my team. Yep. But I, I mean, I mean, who knows? If his is if. His value slips enough. I don't think it's going to. Yeah, I just don't see It's never going to. He's too big of a name. He's too good when he does play. And there's always one player in your league that's going to absolutely love the guy. Yeah. And, you know, pay way too much for him. What What do you think? Do you think under, over, he plays 11 games, we'll say? I think over. I'm thinking he's going to have a healthy year next year. I really I see it happening. With majority, he's gonna he might miss a game, might miss two. So, but that's okay. Saying that though, and I know that you're not big on paying for tight ends, and I, but, I, but the thing, I think he's gonna end up probably playing that. But I think it's too still too big of a risk for me. That's okay. the thing. I feel like he's gonna end up playing most of the year, but it's still a risk. Say auction, yep. for say normal people. If you didn't have a you know a yep. game plan not to you know punt tight ends, yep. um, where do you think a decent value for him would be? It, say after two hundred dollar auction. Yeah, draft. see, I just have such a bias against tight paying for tight ends, so I don't even know where to start on it. 
I know I've seen in those years he went for what thirty to forty up there. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't see myself ever. I, I could. I still think he shouldn't be more than twenty, twenty twenty five. But I know people will go higher than that. And but that's the that's to me the absolute max, and that's crazy for me. Yeah, I wouldn't go more than fifteen personally. I, I, and, and and you're thinking he's gonna have a healthy year. I don't, but yeah. I could if someone paid. I don't think he's gonna be healthy, so I, I'm not gonna pay that much. But I, I was gonna say eighteen to twenty two. If someone paid like that, I would be like, okay, that's probably in that realm where you're kind of like, okay, I can understand it. You're you're banking on your intuition. Um, but if you went over that, like if someone's still paying thirties for him, yep. I think that's. I think that's kind of. There might be a little too much faith. There really might. Oh, there, there definitely will be, in many, many leagues. Um, but I don't know if people get burned. You know, burned by him too many times, they'll probably hold off. Well, we'll round out the show with talking about a couple wide receivers here. Yeah, and these yeah. are the these are the interesting ones. This, we'll start out. I'm going to start out with first with Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's going to be coming back from. Knee injury. This is not two years in a row. I love he's, played, he's only played nine games the last two seasons now. But the funny, the crazy thing is, he's only going to be twenty five years old. Still incredibly young. Yeah, he really is. He's only played he played two full seasons, and he's had two years being hurt. He's in a great position too. Yeah, and I I don't see something like a I don't see this knee injury affecting Keenan Allen like it can some people. I feel like he's just he has the potential to be just a very good possession receiver yet and that kind of thing. Even if he lost yeah. even if he lost a step, which would suck at this age <laughs> to lose a step already. That's but with these injuries, he wasn't the most fleet footed anyway. No, but I think he's I don't think that's gonna affect him too much. You know? I I would I mean, looking back at that, oh man. Such like he had really good two good seasons his first year. He had, well, he had seventy one catches for just over a thousand yards for rookie year. Second year he dropped. He had more catches the second year. He had seventy seven, but he only had seven hundred eighty three yards. That third that third season he only played eight games. He had sixty seven catches for seven hundred and twenty two twenty five yards in eight games. A half a season. That is it. He was on pace for over a hundred and thirty catches in about over fourteen hundred yards. And then man, and then he played one half. And one he looked half, tremendous. He had six catches for sixty three. I was I was just ready to count the money in the bank. I had Keenan Allen all lined up. I mean, how he has been so productive in really in those two seasons yeah. when he's played. And you know, assuming obviously we're assuming Rivers will be there. Um, he's going to be the number one wide receiver still because. Yep. And he actually has help now. He will have help. Yeah. Other guys that take a little bit of the burden off of him. And and Rivers loves a guy, and he you know it's a good intermediate kind of offense for him, and that's perfect for him, right? He's not yep. he's not a burner, so. I really do love the guy, and I, especially his first injury. What was it? A busted spleen. Something, like it was yeah. very random, and so when he goes down with a knee injury, um, obviously it's scary to see multiple injuries in a row. But it's not any. It's not you know the first one wasn't like structural or anything like that. It was it was just kind of a freak thing. So yeah. I, I still truly believe in him. Obviously, we don't think he's. We obviously he's staying in San Diego. I or Los Angeles. <laughs> I keep doing this, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I believe I'm going to be targeting him pretty heavily. I, you know, really, when I'm looking back, really, what he's done and how productive he actually has been in these last two seasons, I don't know how much of it. I don't know how much is going to hurt him. I really don't. And actually, I'm reading a, a tweet here um, from Eric Williams in ESPN. This is just uh, this is about a month ago. This tweet was sent out, and he was talking about already. This was actually yeah before the New Year's. This was in December. Yeah, Keenan. He was already running sprints, just four months after ACL surgery. That's he was running sprints already. 
So it's good to hear. He's going to be ready to go. I think, and yeah. he's going to be very. He's going to be healthy and ready to go. I I think he, I don't. I'm not going to have any hesitation getting Keenan Allen. No, I, I really, I really I, don't. I I think. I mean, I thought obviously, I thought he was going to be a huge steal last year. Yep. Um, and obviously, we never got the opportunity to figure it out. But I think this year it's going to be even more so because I think people are going to be really leery about a guy that got hurt multiple times in the last couple of years. He doesn't have a whole lot of, you know. Um, track record to go off of at the yep. moment so I think he could be a huge steal I really love Keenan Allen yep, I, do, I do too I really I mean just looking at those numbers from the 2015 season and what he was on pace for how well he was playing man that's yeah <laughs> it could be it could be really good and I think he's he's only 25 years old he can come back from that knee injury I just realized how badly we're going to cannibalize each other yeah stupid I know because, but I, I know. really wish we didn't agree with each other because now now we know we're both going to have oh, to oh I hate him <laughs> yeah going to have to amp each other up Oh, here's another guy, Eric Decker. Talk about Eric Decker. This is interesting because he's going to be 30 next season. And, I mean, he's been a solid wide receiver, but I wouldn't, I mean, not going to, he's never been to me like just a, a just really great, great receiver. He's always had, I don't, has he ever been the main guy really on his team for the most part? Has he been the, like, maybe no. the first year with the Jets? Maybe. Maybe. Was he? I think he did. He played with the Jets a year before Brandon Marshall came along. I, I think, think so. And that's about it. He's never been like the number one guy. De- Denver wasn't the number one guy. No, he's about the number three guy. Yeah. Maybe. What do you think? What do you think Eric Decker's gonna do? Like, I think I'm. He, he's a strange one to me because I, I every year, even me, I know that I, I kind of want the guy, but I know that he's gonna, he's a good value pick because he always produces and he never gets any yep. hype. So um, he might be one of those, especially Brandon Marshall going down, he could be the number one guy. He could be even more value. But once again, it's one of those that is very, very difficult to ready pony up, pay 20, 30 bucks or whatever you need for him. I think he's going to be one of those guys that you can get for cheap. And I know the past couple seasons I was able – like Brandon Marshall actually. I was able to get Brandon Marshall two seasons ago for cheap, and he was a great pickup. Larry Fitzgerald I was able to get for cheap. These receivers, when they get to their 30s – People start to, and you know, they don't they overlook him. He's one of those guys you're gonna be able to get for I think seven eight dollars yeah. in a draft. I, I really think you can get him for that that the, kind of price. The, the question about him is more he has kind of a strange injury where he had hip injury, yep. and I don't I really have no I don't know how hips affect players. Usually it's knees, ankles, yep. stuff like that. And then on top of that, now um, he has to go back in and get his shoulder done, which you would think wouldn't be a huge issue but also I mean you're catching with your arms and then you're running with your legs so I feel like he's getting hit all over the place Um, so all of a sudden you know and you're on the Jets which is obviously who knows what kind of situation the quarterback is going to turn out to be so there's a lot of red flags there but I I totally agree with you I think he could be a steal I'm really going to wait and see how healthy he looks yeah. in the offseason. There's no, I'm not paying for the guy, but I'm gonna, I could, I'll target him at a cheap price and kind of want to throw him as my fourth receiver, maybe my fifth receiver kind of thing. Yeah. I, I like that idea. Yeah, and he was healthy this year, and he's still in in the majority of leagues went undervalue. Yeah, so yeah, I can't he's, imagine he's, he's a guy who yeah, all of a sudden exactly. pop up. He's not somebody that's ever going for too much money at, at you know an auction. So I think he's another yep. another steal. Well, two more guys here. These are suspension related. Oh, they just Josh keep Gordon. Their nose clean. Josh Gordon. If Josh Gordon comes back, <laughs> if Josh Gordon comes back, who knows at this point? We've been. Is the guy going to be any good? He had his great season was 2013. Really, it was 2013. I know. 
Like, I mean, he's incredibly and he's young. He's still only 25 years old. Yeah. He's, he'll be 26 at the start of next year. But his his breakout amazing season was 2013. We've gone now three full seasons since then. He played, what, 2014 a little bit? He wasn't quite what he was in um, – he wasn't actually at all what he was in 2013. 2013, he had 87 catches, 1,600 yards, 18.1 yards per catch. He had nine touchdowns. He came back then in 2014 after his suspension and – 24 catches for 303, only 12.6 yards per catch and no touchdown. So he wasn't the same receiver. And now he's had two full seasons of not playing football. Is is it all just hype and, this, and there's, there's going to be nothing there anymore? Well, the thing that makes me feel better better and worse, first he has to get reinstated, right? So there's that whole issue. And I there's no way pretty much anyone can predict because yep. you're not sure how those meetings are going to go. Yep. But I, I would still be interested in him because I think finally this might be the year that that his price drops to a place where it might be okay to take a risk. Yep. Um, but the Browns have already said that they they're going a different direction. So if he's not going to be at Cleveland, what team is going to take a chance on him? And I can only imagine either he's going to go to a team that desperately needs a wide receiver, so he's going to get a ton of you know, uh, you know, uh, catches or a ton of possibility to catch the ball, or he's going to go to an already contender, and they're going to make him earn it. And if he does in that situation, he might not be the number one guy. If, if Can you imagine putting him against the second DB, third? He would have so much opportunity to be a highlight reel. So very interesting to me, but at the same time, I, I have a feeling he's not going to get reinstated to, for the beginning of the year. I just don't see it happening. I would love to see him on the Patriots. I would too. I heard that rumor a few weeks back. Who knows if it was anything, but that's the type of team that he could actually do something with. They'd actually get him in line. Look what they did for Randy Moss after Randy Moss went to after Randy Moss left Minnesota, went to Oakland. He was nothing, and he came back to New England. And all of a sudden, like he's a great play, great teammate, and all this. Randy Moss wasn't known as that before. Yeah, this happens with players all the time. I mean, they they had a murderer on their team and. He didn't seem no one knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so, actually totally forgot about Aaron Hernandez. So, I mean, he, they made him seem like a good guy for a while. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of funny. I mean, Blunt too has uh, had his problem. I mean, he didn't get drafted because he cold cocked a guy in the face after a game. So, if any team can do it, it's the Patriots. Can you imagine them? We were just talking about them on the last episode about you know going over the Super Bowl and talking about all those receivers who are just whatever out there. Can you imagine having an actual player like that? I mean, they find value anywhere. So, and they could probably just like us, we're looking for value. They do too. And especially after, after you see this guy letting his team down so many times in a row, you you don't want to pay someone not going to be there. So if you desperately need a wide receiver and you have to rely on him, it might be a little scary for teams. So, um, and it'd be better for him anyway. If you're in a great offense that knows how to use you, Correctly, and you saw it with Moss, right? Yep. You go to a bad team, and even Randy Moss, as great as he is, he, you know, he was half the player he was there. Then he came to the Patriots, and they line him up, get him a few more opportunities, throw him the deep ball again, and all of a sudden, Brady's going off for fifty touchdowns. And so, yeah, I would, I would love to see him on, on a team like that. Yep. One last guy, Martavis Bryant. He's. Actually, he's surprisingly <laughs> older than I thought. He's 25, too. He's mm-hmm. like, all these guys are about 25. So they all have that. They still have some left in the tank. I actually was reading an article on Martavis Bryant. He had an interview in Sports Illustrated last month. It seems like the guy might have turned his life around a little bit. 
he think he knows the situation, what he's in, and he doesn't have any more chances. And in the in the article, he in the interview, he talks about he saw what happened with Josh Gordon, what happened with Johnny Menzel, what happened with Justin Blackman. He doesn't want that to be him. Remember Justin Blackman? Oh, man, that, yeah, I think <laughs> that guy went down a real dark road. Yeah, I feel bad. What happened to him? But yeah, that's too bad. But he brought that up in there. Like he doesn't. That's what he says. He doesn't want to be that guy. He said he hasn't. No, he hasn't smoked marijuana in eight months. Maybe. Maybe he's truthful. I didn't even know you could get addicted to marijuana. That's <laughs> what he said. He said it was hard to quit, but you know, um, I feel like I was just you know checking out that interview with him. Maybe he does realize that hey. This doesn't. This chances don't come very. You don't just get to play in the NFL. This isn't, you know, just your talent alone doesn't mean doesn't give you a shot. You gotta stay in line. Doesn't matter if you agree with their rules or not. They're the NFL's rules, so right? Exactly. Stay in line with them. The guy was so good when he was out there. The pay, or the Steelers need him. They, yeah. They they need that guy opposite of Brown. And he he's a guy that is another one that because he screwed up multiple times now. Um, I feel like his value or his, uh, you know, where people are going to pay for him has dropped once again. And he's another one. I think he's more likely to come back yep. and um, right away and contribute than Josh Gordon is. Uh, and, you know, you hit on it because, you know, you haven't seen Josh Gordon play in a couple of years. Martavis Bryant isn't that far removed. Yep. He's already on a team. He knows Josh Gordon's moving. And you look at the numbers when he did play. I mean, he's only has, what, two years of actual numbers. But he played ten games. And, and then he had eight touchdowns in those 10 games, uh, 550 yards almost. And then the next year he plays 11 games only, but 765 yards and six touchdowns. Like The yep. guy is a touchdown magnet, and he's going to be in that same mold. And we saw what happened to Pittsburgh, as high octane as that offense can be. Yep. They're, after Antonio Bryant, they're in desperate need of someone that will actually catch the ball. They get that. They need that deep threat, and he's just going to stretch the field for him. They could. Be, I mean, maybe we were talking about last episode. I didn't. I thought their Super Bowl odds were a little high, but maybe if they get Martavis Bryant and the guy stays in line and he's as good as he could be, they could be yeah. really scary. Yeah, and he I, looked. He looks tremendous I mean, when he's. On I think that. he's another guy that you can get. Like the whole moral of this thing, I think, has been talking about these comeback players. It's value. That's all fantasy football is. Yeah. Value. Some of these top guys are going to be for too much. You don't want to spend it. But these other guys like this. You can get for if you can get them for a cheap price, you can take a flyer on them. Exactly. You can get you can get one of these type of guys like a Martavis Bryant for nothing, maybe not nothing, under ten dollars like in an yeah. auction, and have him be worth a you know top like wide receiver two at least value. Exactly. And don't spend. I, I guess how I look at it is you don't spend on these guys assuming usually assuming they're going to be your starter yep. it's if you miss on them you're going to be okay still so with these have a point value in mind a dollar value and then stick to that so yep. but i look for these guys all the time to help round out my team yep. and i did the same thing with brady i knew you didn't have to worry about him right that but so i knew that i was going to get a great deal on him so i went after him knowing i can bank on in four games he's going to be the man again and then on top of that, I took a flyer on Jimmy Graham, which everyone thought yep. his career was, you know, that injury he was yep. never going to come over. And all of a sudden, I have a top five tight end yep. for nothing. That's what it is. Just so take take a flyer team. on a couple guys, and if they're not your if they're the end of your draft, it doesn't matter. If you hit on one of four, five, mm-hmm. that's that's huge. Which like, one? And we said this, but which one of these excite you the most? Like for your personal taste and how you're putting together a team, which one of these guys are you going to be targeting or watching carefully, and which ones are you going to say? Uh, there's hmm. just no way. <laughs> just gonna stay up. I'm gonna stay away from Peterson, Charles. Not 
going after those guys. Yeah, I agree. I like Lacey, but he's still going to go for more probably. You know, it's, it's one of, probably one of these receivers. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. It's not Josh Gordon, though. I'm really liking Bryant here, the last one. I kind of – I'm liking the – I feel like I can get him for a cheap enough price. Maybe not now because I have to fight you for him. Maybe, yeah. but or it's either like it's it's weird because it's either somebody like Bryant, which these these guys are completely different. Bryant or even like Decker, because honestly, those are I like because I think I can get Decker for a very cheap price and he could round up yep. my team as like my fifth, fourth, or fifth receiver. And if he becomes, he could. I I like players like that that on especially on bye weeks I can plug in and know I'm going to get like eight points. <laughs> I think he's yeah. that guy. He's that guy who's either going to get you 80 yards or he's going to get you a touchdown. And he's going to get you one of those every week. And he's just going to be solid. And that's what I like for those guys sometimes at the end. Or you get Bryant, who you spend nothing on, and he becomes a wide receiver two for you. So it's like one of those two. I don't really need to, But it's completely different styles. Yeah. But those are the two I'm probably and looking at the most, actually. Keenan Allen, I really like a lot. Like He's the one I think would be the best, but he's still going to go, I think, for a lot. So yeah, You still think his value. Yeah. Yeah. I still – and those – actually, those would be the three – uh, for yeah. me as well, I, and AP and J- Jamal Charles, I don't think there's any way I would no. I would risk it on him. AP, I think he's still probably going to be fine, especially if he's on Vikings. But I think he's going to go for way too much because we know how hard it is to get running backs. Yep. I would rather take that money and overspend on one of the top three guys we always talk about. Yep. Um, but yeah, Martavis Bryant is a very interesting one, especially if you find out that he gets reinstated early. I have a feeling he's going to try to keep his nose clean, and you're not going to hear it seems it like much it. about I mean, him. Anybody can say that, but it looks like yeah. it. I feel like it could be happening. Yeah. Um, Josh Gordon, I I don't think he's going to be reinstated anytime soon. And if he's not on the right team, I think you lose a half a year at least on the yeah. guy. So I probably won't go for him either. And he happens – I mean, he's, his name still will carry weight. So I have a funny feeling he's going to overshadow, like, Bryant. Yep. Um, so Bryant I really like. Decker – um, I, I think the more we talk about him, the more I think he's in such a perfect spot to be, you know, the guy they really need to perform. So I think he's going to – and he's always a great touchdown target. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. I'm pretty sure every year you can bank on eight touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Keenan Allen is the guy I love the most. And I do think he's going to go more than these guys, but I still think it's going to be a steal. I still True. think yep. – 30 bucks for the guy on a $200 auction. I think that's probably where he's about to go. And I think I would happily pay that. Well, I think that's it for our comeback players episode. We probably miss a guy out there, too. So if we do, just let us know. We'll bring him up on another show. How how much would you pay for Romo, actually? I'm interested because I know neither of us like paying for quarterbacks. $4. $4? That's about as. I'm not spending on a quarterback. Okay. As much as we love Romo, you're still you're I'm sticking st- to your guns. I'm still not. Yeah. For, honestly, four. I didn't pay more than four dollars for him when he was in his heyday with the Cowboys. Oh so no, yeah, without doubt. And I feel yeah, that's what we were talking about. I think he might end up going for more than that for some reason. Yeah. The, the hype's going to be there. Right. The possibility. You know, but if we missed anybody, let us know. We'll talk about him again. We'll bring some. We have. I mean, we have episodes, two episodes a week, all the way to the for the next what season starts in seven months. So we got a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Good, seven months to prep. <laughs> uh, you know, go to go to Twitter or at the FF Profit FantasyFootballProfit.com, FantasyFootballProfit at gmail.com. Rate us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. There's a way to rate a podcast. Tell people about it. I don't know. Go to Reddit and post about us. Wherever, spread the name. <laughs> we'll be back next week with some more episodes for you guys. We'll see you then.